the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Happy New Year, as Eddie Murphy would say. Well, he most let Eddie Murphy do that. Uh, I used to be able to do that pretty well, but um, my New Year's resolution is not to copy Eddie Murphy saying Happy New Year any longer. So that's so right off the bat, I've already accomplished one of my New Year's resolutions. That's a wonderful thing. Happy New Year there, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I have a very special guest with me today. We're going to talk about all things local. Last my last show, I got to to talk about a great hunting trip I did. Uh, was allowed to do up in Alaska and just was absolutely blessed. Well, this time we want to talk about local, local as in our local hunting area D fourteen, and I have a local expert here, George Willoughby. Now, what what involves being an expert? Well, if you have a Facebook page, you're an expert. So here he is. This is George Willoughby. George, how are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, thanks for joining me. Happy New Year. Hey, folks, as you know, th- an army runs on its stomach and this show runs off of our sponsors and we are very, very blessed to have them supporting us. So if you would take some time this year or this month or this week or Monday to get a hold of them and and look at them, if you're going to do some business, you know, we have Big Ed Hoffman at Planet Lending. If you're looking at refinancing anything, please give him a call. CCW Safe. You need to have this. I don't know how many times we've talked about the uh, coverages you need. If you ever have to defend your life, first you fight for your life, then you fight for your freedom. And if you don't believe me, ask Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, You know, there's if you have to use your firearm in self-defense, you're going to have a legal battle, especially here in Southern California, defending your life. CCW safe is the best way to go for that in my humble opinion. Proof research barrels. We still have some discount cards I'll be giving away for 30% off on those coming up here. Um, And cutting edge bullets. If you hunt in Southern California, in California period, you have to be non-lead. And in my not so humble opinion in this matter, cutting edge bullets are absolutely hands down the best accuracy, terminal performance, high BC, non-lead hunting bullet I've ever seen. And um, we've got a lot of animals on the wall that uh, were taken by them with one shot, which is just an amazing, amazing, amazing bullet. So we want to thank our special sponsors for that. Um, obviously, Bullseye Sports, Guns and Ammo, they're always out here to help us. And for for firearms training, ask Defensive Firearms in Redlands. Give uh, Sean a call there. Uh, so anyway, let me go back here to my special guest, George Willoughby. George, happy new year, man. How is it going today? It's going good. Just trying to get through this storm and, you know, uh, trying to stay dry here and, um, you know, we work outside a lot, so, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. The mountains look beautiful. And, um, they, they definitely need the moisture because it was drier than heck last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's going to help out, um, all of our critters up here. 
Now you hunt locally. So I, I started off the show talking about D14. So can you explain to somebody what I mean by D14? Yes. D14 is our local deer hunting zone and it ranges from the 15 freeway east to the Morongo basin. Um, and from like the foothills of Highland all the way over to the other side into the high desert, all those mountains in there, that's D14. So all of Big Bear, Running Springs, Lake Arrowhead, all around um, uh, Silverwood Lake. That's all, all our zone right here. It's our local zone. So there's, there's four different zones here in Southern California. D11 starts on the 215 there and goes west. Yep. Basically in that area. I think it's a little bit farther over, but yeah. Yeah. So D11 is the Angeles forest, basically. Then if you go south of us in the San Jacinto, Idlewild area, you've got D15, that's 19, D19. D19 is the San Jacinto, Idlewild area. And then over on the Cleveland National Forest, the hills around Corona, south through Orange County, that's D15. So in Southern California, you have four different zones to hunt. And you do so by number one, getting your hunter safety card. Number two, getting your um, hunter safety card, getting your license. And then you have to apply for tags. So you want to tell them a little bit about that process, George? Well, um, you you have to, because it's a premium zone now, they've made... Yeah, D14 with an 11% uh, success rate is a premium zone in California. Go figure. Yep. No, man. You, uh, uh, until the year before last, you could go over the counter and buy two tags if you wanted to for D14. Now you have to apply for it and then you have to be drawn. And I know a lot of people that didn't get drawn uh, this year. I think most people got drawn last year, but um, yeah, that sinks. I don't think I, I will probably get drawn next year because I was successful this year. Um, so successful getting your tag? Successful getting my deer um, I got my deer opening day. So yeah, that, that doesn't have anything to do with your actually, actually getting a tag the following year it has to do with preference points and how many people are applying for first or second choice. Oh, good. Well, maybe I will get drawn again next year. I sure hope so. I mean, yeah. this is my, it's my backyard right here. Right. So the way this works folks is during the springtime. Now, California of course is right on top of things. So we do things last. Um, I believe June 5th is the date. Or the, it'll be the first week. So don't quote me on the exact date, but just consider June 1st. By June 1st, you have to have your applications in. And I think they're all digital now where you have to go online and do these um, to apply. So you go online, you have to get your sportsman's ID, which means you need to use your California hunter's education card or whatever hunter education card has to be in the system to allow you to buy a tag. You buy your license, then you apply for a tag. You don't know what your tags are going to get. There are some that are issued like D11. They'll give you two of those all day long. D19, D15. Those are not premium tags. A premium tag means they had allotted so many tags, but more than that people applied in the prior year for the first year. So if it sells out during the drawing, they consider it a premium tag. And if you want to hunt that area, you should make it your first choice. You know, there's no guarantee you're going to get it. But I think if you made D14 your first choice, well, that's the highest odds you're going to get. Now, let's just say that George Willoughby here wants to hunt D14 next year. He applies for it first choice. He does not get it. He gets a D11 tag. And he's like, ugh. But anyway, he gets a D11 tag. And 
What happens now? Well, because he was unsuccessful last year, George gets a preference point, which counts, increases his odds the following year of getting a D14 tag. So it's important if you want to hunt in California that you apply during the drawing. Now, if George missed the D14 or if he missed the drawing deadline and just went and bought a D11 tag later, which he could do, he wouldn't have a preference point for the next year. So it's important to get your drawing in. So if you don't get what you want, you get a preference point. So you have a better chance of getting what you want next year. Now, I believe we have had preference points for 18 years now. Does that sound about right? Yeah. So I have not had my first choice since they started doing preference points drawings. Yeah. I am O for 18. Oh, <laughs> I have the max amount of points that I can't get drawn for the good hunts that I want. It's absolutely maddening. So, um, yeah, you, you collect preference points till you die. Apparently in California, they're just, yeah, I've had zero O for 18, I think is the number, maybe it's 17, but it's O for as ever many as possible in California. And same thing on the bighorn sheep. I think, you know, Newsom do something, man. I know I hate you and I think you should be gone, but on your way out the door, drop me off a bighorn sheep tag and a G 39 tag. Maybe, maybe I won't talk so much smack about you. I still will actually, cause he deserves it, but I want those tags. So I have to work that out in my mind somehow. Anyway. So that's, what's involved in getting the tags. Um, do you hunt any other zones, George? I will get a D 11 tag once in a while. I've gotten them before, but I have not been successful in D 11. It's just a, I just don't know that zone like I know D14 zone. Well, you know, the D11 doesn't have as many um, access points. Like in D14, let's call it the San Bernardino Mountains. In the San Bernardino Mountains, we have a lot of roads where you can drive off and stop and go down different ridges. In D11, they've really restricted a lot of your movement in there. So there's a lot of areas you can't hunt with rifle. And then there's a giant part of the middle is all wilderness. So there aren't any roads access there. And then because the forest service likes to get stinky, they cut down Rincon red box road. They close it the day before opening season, which is the main thoroughfare. It's like one N 9 in, in our D 14 mountains, Rincon red box runs from Azusa to Pasadena across those foothills, lots of animals in there, but they like to lock it and they say, Oh, sorry, fire danger. Um, yeah. Before two, done that to one in oh nine before in the past oh, yeah. locked for opening day. Yeah, they do it then. You know, if you're a homeless guy, you can go in there camping anytime you want. But if you're a hunter, then no, no, we have to obey the laws and lock you out of that. So that's that's just dealing with our forest service and our park service. And unfortunately, um, they're not going to get any better. They have ideologies that they like to push. There's some good people in there, but uh, the people running it are. Not hunter-friendly for the most part. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're going to join George Willoughby here January 22nd. We're going to talk about a special event that he's doing. Find out more on his Facebook page, D14. We'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. 
And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a great Merry New Year out here. Um, As you know, There is no better way to start off the new year than to buy yourself a firearm to compensate for the lack of them you were able to get last year. You know, it, I know guys were always compensating. Well, let's compensate by buying more firearms because they limited us to one a month last year. So I think we should start off this year right now in January with the gun of the month club, head on down to bullseye sports guns and ammo in Riverside on the, in between Brockton and Arlington and central all in that little mess of the uh, Riverside mall there, which I always screw up his address, but his phone number is nine, five, one, eight, two, three, zero, two, one, one bullseye sport.com head on down there to see Vince. Join the gun of the month club because if California is going to restrict us to one firearm per month, let's consider that a challenge. Let's step it up. Everybody buy one gun a month, two if they're on consignment. And uh, those, you know, your mileage may vary on that. But check that out. Bullseyesports.com. Say hello to Vince. Thank him for his his sponsorship and uh, check that out. Folks, joining me back here, I have George Willoughby. George Willoughby is the page... um, administrator, creator for the D14 zone on Facebook, which is a very popular uh, page out here. A lot of guys are are looking at it and asking questions about new hunters and where to go and this and that. And um, George has agreed to come on this show and give all of his favorite spots up uh, right here on the air. Uh, Go ahead, George. Oh yeah. Um, All my favorite spots will be revealed um, on January 22nd, Saturday. Um, at the one and oh nine turnout for Manzanita flats off of the three thirty. So, okay, let's let's t- what off of Highway three thirty. So take the two fifteen or, or the take the two ten uh, all the way up there to the Highland area, just north of San Bernardino. You're going to go up about six miles. About six miles, yeah. About six miles. You have one or two big hairpin turns, and all of a sudden, you'll see it comes up pretty quick. You'll be climbing a long grade. You'll be making a left-hand turn, and uh, on your right is the 
a big turnout for 109 Manzanita Flats area. And these guys are going to be joining us up there. What are you doing up there, by the way? We will be up there. Um, donuts? Are there any donuts? I don't know. Last time I gave out D14 decals to everybody, that was pretty cool. Um, but we're we're cleaning up all the garbage that's up there. There is everything up there. We t- we took a boat out of there the first time we went up there, and um, that was from the Manzanita Flat Navy. You know, they were actually looking for that back. Yes, and uh, <laughs> um, a boat. We, there was a boat up there, and um. We, we drug that out of there. Um, we took um, almost two tons of trash out of there the first time. Um, we're, uh, we are um, picking up uh, shotgun shells and just everything. There's microwaves, fire extinguishers. The last time we were there, we had like 18 fire extinguishers. 18, 18 fire, fire extinguishers. Yeah, the people that shot up there. So it's not, it's definitely not hunters up there leaving all this stuff. It's target shooters, people going up there to target shoot. They're just leaving a lot of garbage behind. And uh, it's, it just really gets really ugly up there. And, and uh, I don't like it. I don't like driving through there and um, seeing that, you know, this is our mountains, you know. And it's, it's, it would seem, it would seem that if, you know, so what happens, and it's happened to Pigeon Ridge, which is an area I used to go shooting at. It happens to all these other areas. We have sunset out here. Um, these things get shut down because the Forest Service, rightly so in this case, looks around and says, what a bunch of pigs. If they're going to continue to do this, we have to stop them. Uh, so we'll just say no shooting here because it's a lot easier to say no than to for them to actually go in and clean stuff up. And frankly, they shouldn't have to clean stuff up. Um, I think George just popped off the... Sorry, he's back and forth here. Um, they shouldn't have to clean it up, guys. We should always pick up our own stuff. And maybe what would be nice, since they had, if they had, say, um, rewards for people who are up there littering, if you set some trail cameras up there to catch people's license plates when they're driving in with a sofa, and then that sofa ends up in bay number fourteen, you can say, "Look, that car, that license plate, that sofa in the back. There's the sofa. Go find those people and take that money and use it for for more trash." removal stuff, something like that. They have to be able to put some teeth in this because we have idiots. These are not hunters. These are not second amendment advocates. These are idiots up there shooting microwaves, televisions. Um, you know, Lytle Creek got shut down for the same reason, just morons. Uh, you know, firearms are, are a dangerous thing. You have to watch your line of, of fire. You have to control what you're doing. And when you have just a bunch of, well, for lack of a better term, idiots uh up there that are causing these problems i I think that we should step up enforcement and if they had their you know they have forest service has armed people if they drive around say look you know nice shot the guys are out here enjoying your second amendment rights that's great um hey what's your name is your id hey uh okay so you're gonna pick all this stuff up before you go right that's all it would take you know because otherwise i'm gonna hunt you down and give you a citation for thousands of dollars but they need to have some some teeth in that. And, and I know the people who listen to this show, who care about hunting, who care about the second amendment, they're not those guys. They're not leaving the crud out there. You know, you bring your targets, you take your targets back, you know, shotgun shells, you're leaving. Tar- it's, it's ridiculous. Just pick your stuff up. Yeah. You would like believe- your mom said, right? Yeah. All the random stuff that's out there is just unbelievable. You know, the toilets, problem- 
I think the problem, I think the problem with um, them not being able to get out there and patrol that is they just don't have the resources to do that. I think that there's, I think two wardens that patrol the 14 zone at any given time. So for them, well, that's a game warden. Game warden is different. The game warden is, is not that. I mean, they could cite when they see that, but that's not the game warden's job. Game warden's job is to be protecting for against poaching. True, but I see the game warden up there, I think, probably more than I see the Forest Service guys when I'm hunting, you know? Yeah. So I don't think they have enough people to get up there and, you know, catch, you know, because you'd have to go through there every day. No, you know? what you have to do is you'd have to say, you just have to be at the gate and check people and say, hey, how you doing? All right, what you guys got? All right. What do you got TV, right? Yeah, nice TV. I hope to see it on its way out here because I get, yeah, exactly. And, and just, you know, it has to be enforced because unfortunately people are crazy. Well, I think that they should not even, um, if somebody rolled up there with a TV, they shouldn't even be allowed to shoot that TV because there's no way you're going to be able they to can pick, pick up all of the glass and plastic. They should be paper target, paper targets only. Paper yeah. targets. You know, that's, we all like to shoot steel, right? It's nice. You can set it out there. You can ring the bell, bing, 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 bing. It's a lot of fun. I know of two people who have been shooting steel that have caused fires. So, yeah, exactly. So I I would recommend if you're going to go out and shoot in that kind of an environment, you need to shoot paper targets. Uh, Steel can cause some issues. And, you know, I've talked to people, if you've ever shot steel, especially with a high powered rifle, you know, and it's, it's hitting at such force that you've got a splatter factor that goes 90 or 180 degrees, both directions. And it goes for like 30, 40 yards. You really can have a lot of, of, of displacement on that side. And so you might think, Hey, look, here's my target five feet this way, five feet that way. No, you're throwing things far, much farther than you realize. And so it's, you know, maybe right now, Hey, you can shoot steel all you want up there, but come, you know, April out here when things start, I would absolutely not shoot steel in the, in the middle of nowhere like that. You could end up with a, a terrible fire and you don't want to hurt anybody. And you definitely don't want to go bankrupt, which is what would happen if you did do that. So make sure if you're going to go out there, paper targets are the way to go. And even paper targets leave little pieces of paper after you shoot them. You know, it's probably the least offensive way because it'll, it'll decompose. Yeah. Um, just go ahead, George. No, I'm, I'm just agreeing with you on the paper, you know, just, uh, you know, I would rather pick up, you know, paper targets than car doors and, you know, big 55 gallon drums or I'll just throw random stuff up there. You know, kids toys that they shoot and bowling pins and just everything. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, and bowling pins are actually a pretty good target, but take them out with you. Right. You not know, every, just, not, yeah. uh, you broke up again. I'm sorry. Yeah, not everybody takes them with them, you know? I've seen just so much stuff up there, vehicles, and it's amazing. So January 22nd, we're looking for a good crew to show up out here. Unfortunately, I'll be in Prescott. I won't be able to help you guys on that. But January 22nd, um, go out there to 1N09, turn off off of Highway 330 in the San Bernardino National Forest. Let's show the Forest Service that we actually care and going to do something about this. I am donating... Three cowboy fast draws with the deputies. I got went out and shot with these guys last night. Absolutely a ton of fun. If you've never shot cowboy fast draw, 
you're going to want to do this. So I'm donating three uh, gift certificates for lessons and 50 rounds at the Cowboy Fast Draw in Magic Cucamonga. We're going to take our break right here. We'll come back, tell you more about that and how to get involved after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, Mulan Labe 2022. How's that sound? Mulan Labe 2022. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Get our podcasts at firinglineradio.com, or you can go to our YouTube channel, or you can go to gab.com forward slash firinglineradio, or you can see this episode on Facebook on the D14 Zone page, uh, hosted by George Willoughby. George is our special guest here. He is the D14 guru. Is that that what I heard? That's what your tattoo says, D14 guru? No, it says special. <laughs> <laughs> D14 specialist. So, folks, um, D14 is our local hunting zone, and it's a zone that can be very, very productive. I've seen some beautiful animals harvested out of it. Um, you know, I do want to touch on one thing on this. We have a lot of people who hunt D14 that are brand new hunters. I understand they get excited when they see their first animal, which is a very small spike fork, you know? And so as a first time hunter, if they take something like that, I get it. Uh, I believe if you are somebody who hunts this zone regularly and wants to see better animals, you need to take your own personal pledge that you're not going to do that. You have to look if the animal still has milk on his lips. I'm just saying, let him go by. You have to let the young guys go. If you want to see big threes, big fours, you cannot take out the young yearling fork and horns. All right. It's legal. Um, I hear people say, Hey, I'm filling up my freezer. I'm sorry, but you're not going to get more than 35 pounds of cut and wrap meat off of an animal like that. And if your freezer only holds 35 pounds, you need a bigger freezer. It, it, it's important for the herds, for the animals that they have a good crop of youngins going up. And if everybody on your D14 page, who's taken a deer already, all right, who's taken a deer already said, Hey, I'm not going to shoot a, a forked horn under Let's just say for this area, 17, 18 inches. Okay. You have an 18 inch forked horn. That's a different animal, whole different animal. You have a 12 inch forked horn. That's a baby, you know, and, and again, it's a personal thing. I've been blessed. I've been able to hunt a lot of different places, but, but you have to, you have to walk by the little guys 
it's an important thing. They have to make it through their second year. And if you're hunting for meat, then you need to really let them go the second year because there just isn't a lot of, of edible meat on a yearling but buck. Yeah, I'm sorry. There just isn't, they don't weigh more than 90 pounds. So that's my personal thing. Now I will probably start a, a, a S storm on your page with that, but I think it's, it's important, especially guys who hunt year in, year out, you know, I go to the same place, get the same pork and every time it's like, well, Oh. Yeah, get out, get, go a little deeper, you know, go a little deeper into the woods. If that's, if you're looking for a trophy, you've got to, you've got to work harder for a trophy. It's like any athlete, you know, if you want to be number one, you have to work harder for it. And it's the same thing with hunting. You know, um, some people, um, there's a lot of, uh, um, senior citizens that hunt our zone. There's some old guys up there that hunt and, I don't have a problem with somebody taking a fork and horn. I really don't because um, it depends on your situation, but the vast yeah. majority of the guys should not be doing that. Yeah. I mean, um, I've seen D14 some- used to have great animals. I'm talking about in the mid eighties. It was a whole, right. you know, I'm older than you. you it was a for- nice zone. There was a lot of nice big animals, but you know, if you whack everything that's nine months old. Right. Yeah. We can't do that. I understand. Yeah. Uh, but there are big ones out there. Um, if you if you follow the page, you'll see um, some beautiful animals. So many beautiful bucks up there, you know. Um, uh, some people can't get out there to get those though, so there are exceptions. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying the guys who go in year in year out, same ridge, and shoot the little guy. It's like, oh, come on, no. Yeah. It's the please no guys. You know, park the vehicle, lock it up take a hike, man, go over, go up that ridge, you know, um, explore a little bit more and you're going to see those bigger buck tracks. You'll find those bigger bucks out there, but you know, it's just, you know, we just have to put in time to, to get up there. Yeah. If we want to have a good, if you want to have good animals, you have to let the little guys go. And uh, I'm not talking about, you know, maybe you get a zero on your tag. I mean, Mm -hmm. and you know, if you're, if you're saying, well, I need the meat, it's like, okay, it's 35 pounds of meat. Um, the price of your tag, you could buy 35 pounds of hamburger. So it's not, it's not like you're starving if you're right. hunting on this. All right. So we don't have to hunt in, in our current situation. We don't have to, we get to hunt. And I feel as a hunter, again, I might start another S storm on your page, but that's just, let's do it. Um, as a hunter, it's our responsibility to care for the herd of animals, right? We're conser- conservationists. And in doing so, we need to take the best animals we can. Um, we need to realize when we shouldn't shoot. And there are cases when you, you know, it just happens. It's, it's fine. But to go out there with your goal every single year after the 10th year, you've been hunting this area of the first thing you with horns is, is yours, you know, step it up. Let, let them pass, let them grow because your 10 inch spike fork, which is almost the majority of what's taken your, your yearlings, the next year are 16, 18 inches. And then the next year in the twenties. So if we can let them go two, three years by not shooting the little guys, number one, you can see a lot more animals. Number two, they're going to be bigger and healthier. And, you know, it's an important thing I feel. And it's not a rule. It's not a law. But I think as a hunter, you want to say, okay, I need to take the best animal I can by putting in the effort, by 
doing my, my workout so I can climb those mountains again, seniors. Like I've got fake knees, senior citizens. I understand guys can't do things. I understand guys who are lazy. I don't understand. Right. Right. There's a big difference there. Um, you're a first time hunter. You're on your own. You're over the ridge. You see, you know, Hey, great. Have at it. That that's okay. You know, there's a learning curve that goes into hunting. And if you're a first time hunter, maybe the only thing you're seeing are small animals because you don't really know where to go yet or what to do. I think learning that's the curve. Case. Yeah. Sorry. I think that's the case. A lot of the time people just, you know, they see something with antlers and they're going to just shoot it, you know? I, I think so. But, but the D14, the genetics for D14 are really good animals. And if you can let them go a couple, three years, you'd be amazed at what that area will produce. They have better genetics in D14 than they do in D11. Um, D11 is like 90% all fork and horns now, but that's just, that's just the way, um, the way the bird come on that. But D14 can grow some amazing animals, but we just have to have as hunters, we have to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. And maybe take it out on the coyotes. Okay. There you go. Take, shoot, shoot five coyotes. Instead of shooting that fork and horn, shoot five coyotes. And next year you'll have twice as many deer. You know, that's, that's my, my idea. Shoot six if you can. Yeah. Or bear tag. Shoot a bear. bear tags. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, we have a lot of bears up here. Um, you can't hunt them with, with, uh, and bears are, are mean on fawns. They just tear them up. So yeah, bears. Absolutely. I saw all predators. I'd seen in any other year. And I think it's because they stopped using to hunt them with. So it makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah. so in, in California, so D 14, okay. D 14 is a great area to hunt for bears. There are tons of bears. Actually the bear factory just burned. It was right here behind me. Um, Ukiper Ridge uh, behind Oak Glen. It was a bear factory there was more bears up there and you know what to do with now it's all burned i haven't seen anything this last year but it'll come back and um bears are are major predators they will destroy fawns like crazy there are bears everywhere um and they are they're the meat's good the hides are beautiful they're a great trophy uh when you are hunting bear and then d14 isn't anywhere in california i think the season just closed but yeah. When you are hunting bear, you have to take out all the meat. That's something that California makes you do that other places don't. So you can't just take the hide. You have to take out all the meat. I have friends who've had to go hike back in and take the rib cage out um, to oh, satisfy wow. wardens. So, yeah. So it's an, it's an important thing that you, you realize what your rules are uh, in Alaska. You don't have to take the meat out and, and it's different because the bears in Alaska are, they eat a lot of carry on. They eat dead stuff all the time. So they're very parasitic. You don't want to eat grizzly bear flesh. It's Ugh. yeah. All they do is eat rotten stuff all day long. So they, and they're, I think you take on their character too. You just be meaner and nastier all day long. If you eat grizzly bear, yeah. um, it's probably, probably a little dry and tough, but anyway, so black bear is different. Black bear is really a good meat and you have to take it out anyway. So it's good. It's good meat. And, and the hides are nice and, and you're helping the deer herd survive. By hunting coyotes, by hunting bears, uh, any predators, it's a good idea. Well, I guess you can't touch any of the cats up there. You can't even touch bobcats anymore. So, um, yeah, but coyotes and bears are still on your hunting list. Have you been able to uh, do any predator hunting up there? I have not done any predator hunting up there. 
Okay, well, now you need to get out, especially those hills right behind your house. They are loaded with coyotes. Folks, Philip Naiman, Fireland Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Get our podcast at YouTube or gab.com forward slash Line radio. We'll be right back. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590. The answer. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Get our podcast on our YouTube channel. Watch the video here. You can see big George Willoughby. And um, uh, on our YouTube page, on our gab.com, forward slash Firing Line Radio, we're, we're promoting those areas because fast Facebook, fascist book is, uh, you know, they've throttled our page for years, and that's just the way it is. So we're dealing with that. But if you are on fascist book, uh, go to D14 Zone, and that's where you're going to find all this great information. And on January 22nd, 8 a.m. on 1N09 turnout, you're going to meet George Willoughby and the crew and help them clean this place up because it does need it. And we're donating, the, the Upland Cowboys are donating, where's it at here? Cowboy Fast Draw. We're going to have three lessons. They're worth 50 bucks a piece. I just did it last night. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you go there, you rent well, they loan you, I should say. They loan you their 45 Vaqueros that are tuned up. I brought my stock 45 Vaquero in there. I wanted to throw it in the trash can. Use their guns. They're beautiful. Um, uh, beautifully done. Their leather, their holsters. They've all different sizes. And the way this works is you load a, they give you a lesson. So they show you how it works. You've got a timing light. The light, the Cowboys, you know, shooter's ready, set. Light goes on. Uh, you draw and fire a wax bullet, which is only propelled by a 209 primer, shotgun primer. 
goes about 400 feet a second. If it hits the target, it stops the clock. And we're talking down to hundreds, thousands of a, of a second, right? Thousands of a second for, uh, for winners. And it's a ton of fun and it's super, super safe. Great, great group of people. Cowboy fast draw. Find out more at the deputies, the deputies in Upland or actually Ranch Cucamonga. Ranch Cucamonga, the deputies. And uh, anyway, so we're going to give out some lessons for that. I'll give them over to George. He can hand them out to whoever shows up, whoever, whatever he decides on uh, January 22nd, he's going to be in charge of of handing those out to you guys. So that's going to be a great day. And, you know, we need to thank people who are involved here, who are spending their days and their time cleaning this up. So the rest of us can go out and enjoy shooting. Right. Yes. Yep. We all deserve to go up there and have, you know, beautiful looking mountains and not big trash piles and just junk everywhere. So, so let's, let's talk about um, Bob and Betty Subaru. Okay. Who are driving up the mountain and they see this one in nine turnoff and it's like, Oh, my Subaru is all wheel drive. Let's go down here. And these are people from Downey. Okay. So they start driving down one in Oh nine and like, Oh, look at these canyons. Look at these Hills. We're in the wilderness. And they turn around a corner and they see a pile of crap and a turnout with a bunch of shotgun shells laying there. Now, when public shooting comes up for anything on the news or any public shooting on the news, but I mean, uh, in the legislature about opening ranges or so forth, what do you think is going to be their number one thing they're going to vote on that you've destroyed their wilderness by bringing television sets and toilets and boats, right? Yeah. All that yeah. stuff, stuff that's drug up there and left behind, it makes us all look bad. Exactly. Hunters. So that's another big motivating factor why I do this, because I take pride in my mountains and I don't want anybody to think that I'm leaving stuff up there. I'm not that guy. So, and I think a lot of people feel the same way about that. So, um, I just got tired of it one day and I had this page and I had you did something. You, you did something. That's, that's what it takes. Yep. I did something and it felt good um, that so many people showed up to help me, you know, and it was, it was nice. So we're, we're hoping to have another big roll off dumpster that's going to be uh, brought up there. Um, Vertech industries was kind enough to um, leave that for us at no charge. I didn't have to pay anything for that. I didn't have to pay any dump fees this time. And it was nice. Um, I take my big um, dump trailer up there. Um, we fill it up. Then they pull up to the, the big roll off and just um, transfer it all into their, their, their dumpster. And they haul it off for us. And we never see it again. So it is great. It's great that other you know people are, are helping out with that and donating their time and their, you know, their material to help us out. Um, so, I also- so on the Facebook page, D14 Zone, you have this, this listed as an event, right? So pe- people can get a hold of it, all of you through that. Yes. I think that's how I got a hold of you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, another um, company that helped us out um, besides Birdtech was the Home Depot in Redlands. They donated hundreds of bags, um, rakes, and like the trash paper things, you know, so that, uh, you know, we would have more success with cleaning. So I just kind of wanted to mention them. And I hope we have a real this this time around. So what should they bring? Obviously, you're going to need to bring some gloves because there's crud in there and sharp glass and stuff. So gloves, flat 
shovel, rake, lawn rake. Um, there, you know, I'll have waters and stuff up there, but it would be probably smart to bring some too because I don't know how many people are going to yeah, bring show your up. own. Be be self prepared, folks. Bring your own water, your own snacks, whatever. You know, take care of yourself on that. But as far as the tools you're going to need, flat nose shovel, snow shovel would be good. If you have a snow shovel, bring it. Not for snow, but when we rake up all those uh, shotgun shells, it's a nice big scoop, right? Right. Another thing that works really well is one of those um, job site magnets that has wheels on it that you roll over. It just picks up shotgun shells like crazy and you don't have to, you're not getting all the, you know, vegetation rocks. Uh, So that's also nice too. I was the only one that had one of those and um, and it worked out really well the last time. So they also have, uh, if you, if you are a shooter who reloads, you probably have one of those springy little, uh, um, they pick up shells. I don't know. I see them at the ranges all the time, but it, it looks like a little uh, whisker, almost like a kitchen whisker on the end of a pole. And you roll that over and it picks up all your shotgun, all your uh, casings right off the ground. Just has a weird, weird way it does it. But that's, that's a good thing to bring. If you have one of those flat nose shovels, a pooper scooper, right? It's got the little flat box and a little small rake. I mean, you don't want to be bending over it all day long, picking stuff up off the ground. So these are the things that you could bring, bring your own box of, of black trash bags because you can never have enough of those so you know do that and then pick a zone okay i'm going to be in this turnout and i'm going to be here till this turnout's done don't just drive around pick up 10 things from everyone but you know pick a zone be responsible for it and uh you know it'll be a great thing and i'd love to see some pictures uh when you guys are done yeah you know you know that kind of stinks because when um we do make a difference we put a dent in it but there's no way that we can get it all. You know, there's just so much, there's so much little stuff and it's still kind of ugly, but it's not nearly as ugly when we leave, you know? So we, we do up there and I just hope we have a, a, a good turnout again this time also. Right. Folks, that's going to be January 22nd, 8 AM. You know, do you have some flyers for your stuff? I don't have any physical flyers. I just, um, I posted on Facebook. Um, I tried and everybody's hey, if anybody out there can create some flyers for us we'll get them posted at uh, turners and at uh, bullseye sports and you know get them out there so people can get involved because it's important as a second amendment community that we support this if you want the ability to go and shoot and hunt in the local mountains we need to be policing our own right it's yeah. self-control number one and number two is just educate people it's like you know it's really not a good idea to bring all your beer bottles up here and blast the hell out of them and leave broken glass like you know i understand your mom dropped you on your head multiple times when you were a baby but if you don't want to get your dropped on your head again don't do this right yeah yeah so yeah, we, we have to care because there are others out there that don't. But you know what? D14 is a great area to hunt. Um, again, we talked about how to get tags, talked about some of the area. And, you know, here's the other thing about D14. If you hunt the front side, uh, oh, number one, number one, go get a map of where you're allowed to hunt and use firearms. Okay. The county sheriff's department has those. I think I've seen them at Bullseye Sports. Not Bullseye. I think I've seen them at Evolution Sports. I think uh, Taylor Salverson has had them there. It's important to know where you can go and what you can do. So get get that official map. Um, you've got unbelievable terrain to hunt in. On the front side, you've got grassy foothills, chaparral. You've got 
over by Silverwood, you've got oaks, you've got uh, kind of a high desert uh, pinion feel, uh, white water, you've got the high desert, or actually more like a low desert, like something out of Sonora type hunting. If you want to hunt the Alpines, you can go up around San Gregorio. You know, uh, the north side of, uh, well, the north side off of Holcomb is just like a racetrack during deer season because there's too many nice big roads up there. But there's a lot of nice animals. I mean, if you're off and away from people, there's a good chance you find out something. If you want to hike in and hunt, we have some great territory, some beautiful, beautiful country. Um, and then you're going to need to learn how to bone stuff out. But that's a whole nother show. So it's, but unbelievable terrain, anything from 10, 11,000 feet to 2000 feet elevation, um, you know, from dark forest to open, open desert, you know, and, and all of them hold deer and all of them have a different hunting opportunity for you. And, uh, anyway, so when you're out there this summer and you are scouting for deer and shooting coyotes, just realize you're doing a good thing. It's a good thing. George, I want to thank you for being on my show again, January 22nd, folks, 8 a.m. at the turnout on Highway 331 N09. Be there or be square and um, and enjoy the cowboy fast draw. Let me know how that works for you. Thank All you right. so much. Happy New Year and thank you for what you do. Yes, please like and share when you see the posts for the cleanup so we can get as many people up there as we can. All right. God bless. Guys, thank you so much. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, ASK stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at ASK Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations bring your mag light so folks check them out at askdefensive.com ask defensive.com for a schedule of classes he's got a great store in there too so buy what you want train what you want askdefensive.com am 590 the answer three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com 